Joining me on today's show is someone that has joined me on every other episode that we've released. He's the proverbial man behind the curtain, and his name is Christian Freed. If at any point you've been impressed with the production of this podcast, the design, the editing, the music, the professionalism, then you'd be impressed by his work. Christian is a junior at Weimar Institute where he is getting his bachelor's in business administration. And over the past eight months, God has intertwined our paths. And he's been a pleasure to work with. He's been more than a colleague or a friend. In fact, he's even gone as far as proclaiming himself as the godfather of my two cats. Anyways, God has taken us on a journey that we will honestly never forget. So in this special testimony episode, we want to take you back to the beginning, to the inception of why they did that. I was having a conversation with Teresa Costello, Mm -hmm. the director of Advancement, who we mention at every episode right right. at the end. That's right. There's a reason for that. And uh, she's amazing. And we were talking trying to figure out ways that we could promote Weimar uh-huh. because obviously she works in advancement. We're trying to figure out what we can do marketing right. wise and everything. Uh-huh. So I had been listening to a podcast called How I Built This by right. Guy Raz. Yes. He's the host from NPR. Uh-huh. And it's a podcast about business and about entrepreneurs and the stories behind the movements that they built. Right. I and think that's actually their official line. Well done. I've definitely heard it a few times. <laughs> so... The idea of podcasting was really on my mind. And I had suggested to her, I said, I can't do this by myself. Uh-huh. And I don't feel comfortable hosting it right. by myself. Which I, th- I, I think feel, you'd do a great job. I don't, no, no. I I, I would uh, politely disagree. <laughs> and uh, so I, I suggested to her, I said, why don't we get Dean involved? Mm-hmm. You know, he's student association president. He's well-spoken. He's been an evangelist around the world. And on top of all of that, icing on the cake was that you had a British accent. <laughs> had, or, had. Past tense. Had. Right. Had a British accent. <laughs> and so she thought that was a great idea. And so I mm-hmm. came up to you. Um, Actually, you sent me an email. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. you, you, you're like, you know, what's your plans for the summer? What are you planning for summer work? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And you're like, hey, would you like to record a podcast? And I was just like, yeah, yeah sure. Okay, whatever. that's right. You know, and that, that was not that's not a reflection on you. Right, right, right. That's right. just a reflection on like, these things don't happen all the time. Yeah, it's true. And I think you seemed to really change when I showed you that other podcast that I had been listening yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, And you just kept texting me like, oh, dude, I just heard this really great That's the episode. thing. I hadn't listened to podcasts before this. Right. I mean, I, I was interested in what podcasts were. I thought that the concept was kind of cool. But every time I looked for a Christian podcast, I couldn't find one. Yeah. I could only find sermons, um, poorly recorded sermons. Yep put onto a podcast platform I thought this this doesn't make any sense so when yeah. you send me the one from NPR I was like oh wow this is actually really cool imagine doing something like this but with a more spiritual emphasis more biblical emphasis right yeah and I don't think either of us were huge podcast listeners mm-hmm. I mean I had listened to this one by NPR and it was it was interesting and I enjoyed it but neither of us had listened to a ton of them yeah and so when this idea came to start one it's like I mean, we knew nothing about starting a podcast, oh. much less which ones were good right, right, <laughs> to yeah. listen to. Yeah. We had one or two. So 
We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. And it's testimony really not to, wow, Christian and Dean are, are really quick learners. Um, it was the fact that I think taking this step into the unknown, into complete darkness, blind, mm. required us to put real faith and real trust in God. Whereas if we had just decided to stay in our comfort zone and do the things that you and I used to be doing, I think self-sufficiency might have crept in. Mm. I think it might have been more of an us thing yeah. than a God thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember after we completed the first episode and we had listened through it entirely, you turned to me and you said, did you think it could be this good? <laughs> did you think it could be this good? And I said, you know, in some ways, yes. And in some ways, no. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it is like, we're putting in all the effort that we can and God's doing all the rest. That's it. It's the faithfulness of man combined with the power of God that just creates something great. And so we can't take credit for this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at all because God's really the one who's putting the power in this ministry and really helping us to produce something that's quality. It might sound like, you know, it's not humble mm -hmm. to say, yeah, we thought we could do something like this, mm -hmm. but this is the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the most translated book of all time. This is a book right. that has literally changed and shaped the entire world numerous times over. Mm. I mean, why shouldn't it be great? Yeah. Why shouldn't it be amazing? Why shouldn't it have super cool music? Mm. And why shouldn't it have exciting stories? And this is what it should be. Yeah. The question really was, why have we settled for less for so long? One of the things that I think we've both really enjoyed from being here um, at Weimar and going through this school is we're blessed with so many professors mm. that have extraordinary biblical insights. Yeah. Uh, many of them who we've managed to feature on this show. Right. You know, you think of um, Deutschin Zivadinovich, Nalan Edwards, Don McIntosh, Carl Wilcox, um, Owen even, Owen Anasi. Yeah. These are people that we know personally. And, and for us, it was all about, let's take the things that we've learned in class, in our school, yeah. and let's do something with it. Yes. Let's just not have it as a note that gets lost somewhere in the bottom of our, our Evernote app or something right. like that. But let's take these, let's use these people that have these profound spiritual insights, and let's look at the Bible and go deeper. Yeah, and I think one of the things we realized is that the questions you ask uh -huh. when you approach the Bible determine what you're going to get out of yes, it. Yes, yes. What you're going to get out of the study of the Bible. Uh -huh. So it's like if we approach the Bible and we just ask, okay, what did what did David do? Well, yeah. he, you know, took five stones and went and slew a giant. Well, that's a good story, and I'm sure you can get a good lesson out of it. Uh -huh. But if you realize the faith that David had yeah. to take those five stones and to kill Goliath. I mean, now we're getting to the motivations behind yes. behind what he did. Yes. Uh -huh. And so I think we both realized we want this podcast to not just be a Bible podcast, but yeah. we want it to be a relevant Bible podcast. And it needs to be relatable. Absolutely. And as you're saying, you know, to do a what they what they did podcast <laughs> would have been super easy right. and yeah. to some extent incredibly boring. Because it's we true. have heard those stories time and time again. Yeah. And if we just read them with, you know, children's story eyes, then we stop on a very basic moral 
what the why does is it allows us to go deeper. Right. Like you're saying, it allows us to look at the motivations. And for me, what it did is it took these Bible characters and it made them real people. Hmm. They were no longer myths. They were no longer legends. They were no longer fables, you know, in, 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 right. in an old ancient book. They were real people that had real struggles and needed a real genuine faith to get through it. And so it was actually in asking these questions that led us to the name. Do you remember the first name that you came up with? Oh, yes. I thought we should call it The Spark. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know why I'm laughing at that because I thought it was great. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's hilarious, especially if you guys could see the visuals that we'd come up with um, when we were kind of running with that to see. I don't think they were that worked. bad. I, I think it really got bad when... It looked like when, the little ex explosion emoji. You know, the little... Yeah. It got really bad when you showed me that picture of the bicycle shop. Yes, yes, because town. where I grew up, there was a bicycle shop oh. just across the road, and it was called The Spark. And I was like, oh. I'm never going to be able to get away from that. <laughs> Whenever I think, oh, yeah, I'm working on The Spark, I'm just going to think I'm working in a, a tiny little bicycle shop. You yeah, know, it ruined it for me when you, when you showed me that, too. I remember being at home, and I remember going, oh, my days, I know exactly what we're going to call it. And I took, I took the depth thing super literally. And I was like, we need to call it the orphotic zone. And I remember you just saying, what is the orphotic zone? And I was like, oh, you know, it's like, it's, it's the depths of the sea. It's where like less than 1% of light penetrates. And, you know, oh it's going to be so cool because that's, that's like as deep as you can get. And then, you know, no, nobody knows what that means, really. And then in came Vinny Seidel. Vinny Seidel. <laughs> I remember we were expressing these ideas to him. Yeah. And he said, why don't you just call it, why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> just straight off the cuff. Ding. <laughs> and we were just there, just kind of open mouth, just like, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe. <laughs> Inside we're like, yes. Right. But then right. we're like, yeah, may maybe maybe we'll do that. Maybe yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. And, and, and eventually. Yeah. Slight bit of editing, shave off one of those words, uh -huh. shave off the question mark, and we had why they did that. So now we have a brand, yeah. now we have a name, mm -hmm. why they did that. And it's funny because it even comes up like in casual conversation when you're not meaning to, you're like, I wonder why they did that. And then everyone's like, hey, ah, why <laughs> yeah, did that? It's, it's true. And so it, not only, you know, is it recognized by our friends, but it's been heard all around the world. I yeah, think, I mean, that's the crazy part. We've got like over a hundred countries yeah, that are that are that are listening to this now. And that blows my mind every time. Yeah. I'm just like, how? And this is the power of media ministry. Yes. You know, we're here stuck in some tiny little room in, in our school up in the forests of Cal Northern California. Yeah. And there's people like in Sierra Leone, in Uzbekistan, you know, <laughs> places where if you, if you, if I sat through a year of geography class, I wouldn't even know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think we got another picture of, of just how far this has spread when mm -hmm. we went to the youth conference called GYC yep. in Houston this year. Uh -huh. yeah. And we had a little exhibitor booth and just kind of set up, minding our own business. Felt so legit. <laughs> so legit. And then people started coming up to us. This is why they did that? Yeah. No way. We listened to this. You know, We're from New York and some some other people would come up to us and be like, "Oh, this is one of my favorite shows." I, you know, I share it with my friends. And then one girl came up to us, and she has friends in Japan. She mm -hmm. said, "I listen to your shows. I love them so much. 
so much to the point that I transcribe all of the episodes. And after I'm done transcribing them, I translate them. <laughs> and I send the translated transcripts to my friends and family in Japan. And it was at that moment when my jaw plummeted <laughs> through the ground because I was like, whoa, uh, you might actually be putting more work into this than we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, no, but it was... it was really testament to the fact that um, that there's people out there, and I don't think this should surprise us, mm -mm. that crave the scriptures. Mm. And unfortunately, we, we've kind of settled for hearing them in the same old ways, settled for the same stories, settled for the same explanations. And I think what this says more than anything else is that people want to know the word. Mm. They want to know God. They want to be able to open their Bible and have genuine experiences. And if anything, that's what I hope that we've encouraged the most. Right. I hope that we've brought people to the scriptures. Yeah. I hope that people have said, you know what? Last year, I didn't really have a relationship with the word of God. But now I want to spend time with every day. I want to know God personally. And it's not that there's anything wrong with those simple morals we've heard as kids growing up. Oh, about the Bible. Um we're bringing, what we're really trying to do is just go deeper. Yeah. We're trying to be, we're trying to show how the Bible, those same stories that we've heard since we were young, have lessons for us even at this age. That's it. That's it. And I think there's just so much power when we spend time going deeper into the stories we've heard. Just because you've heard it before doesn't mean you've gotten everything out of the story that there is to, to glean from some from it. Right. And it's important to remember this, that it's the Holy Spirit that gives those insights. You don't have to be a theology student. You don't have to be a religion professor. You don't have to be a PhD to be able to understand the scriptures. This is God's word. This is a revelation of who he is. And it has been designed in such a way that even the simple man should be able to open this book and glean eternal insights. Mm. Um, so, so I just want to encourage anyone that's listening to this, don't think that it's only these guys. Mm. It's only these big name preachers and evangelists that can have such insights from the word of God. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, and he's as available to you as he is anyone else. So we've had great response to these episodes being released mm -hmm. and to the show and it's been a huge blessing yeah um, absolutely but those things don't come without hard times and discouragement mm -hmm. and I think for you and me both just in, in similar and different ways yeah we have uh, struggled to put out these shows sometimes mm -hmm. and that's not something that we foresaw no um you know, we mentioned that we didn't know what we were doing. And so there was an element of the unknown. But by the time we'd released episode one, we'd already made the first four. Mm -hmm. And so we were starting school knowing that we were actually... Two months ahead. Two months ahead of, of, of where we were. And so as long as we kept working at a steady pace, you know, we'd be fine. But by the time we released episode five, it had already caught us up. And it, it may not seem like this. And there might be some out there thinking, oh yeah, I could get it done so much quicker. But... 
each episode, you know, when we started in the summer, each episode was taking us at least 40 hours from beginning to end. Yeah. Now, with what we've learned and, and that kind of stuff, we've got it down to about 20 hours, I'd say. But you're taking 18 credits each semester. Yep. And you have a life. <laughs> but you fit 20 hours around that, and suddenly free time doesn't exist anymore. Nope. You know, time to study is is limited at best. Mm-hmm. Time with friends is is cut down. Social outings and events, you're just like, I've got, I've got to finish the episode, I've got to finish the episode, I've got to finish yeah. the episode. And there was that times when I felt like it was consuming. I think we both noticed a drop in our standards academically. Um, <laughs> at least I did. Um, a drop in in some ways, even the standards of the podcast that we were putting out, those little things that we were just like, oh, I'm yeah. tired. Yeah. You know? And it might not be, you know, perceivable from the listener. Yeah. But from our end, hopefully not. I can, yeah, hopefully not. From our end, I can definitely hear a difference when I listen back to maybe the first three episodes, mm-hmm. maybe not in quality of the audio or whatever, because sure. we've, we've refined some of those things. Uh-huh. But just the little details and the intentionality that yeah. we had when we put together those first few episodes. And I don't want to shy away from that. No. I don't want to pretend like this has been a walk in the park. Yeah. It's been tough. It's yeah. been tough. But that's the thing. It has been a learning experience. You know, like, I think it's safe to say that this has become ministry mm. for us. And you do, and I think you can only really learn on the job. And for us, maybe it took some some 4 a.m. as you know, maybe yeah. it took some red eye in the morning to actually help us to realize again that we need help. Yeah. You know, we need the Lord's help. We need our friends' help. We need our family's help. And and we don't have it all together. But you know, even with those hard times. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, I, I felt like this was kind of taking over my life in some ways, mm-hmm. you know, like I could feel that I wasn't able to put as much effort into school. I could feel that, you know, my social life was maybe suffering a little bit. Um, there was strain in various other aspects, but I think I'm okay with that. I think that I'm willing to suffer a little bit when it comes to school, to maybe give up the, the straight A's if it means that we can influence others to love Jesus more. Mm. I'm willing to take that hit. Yeah, I think it takes a change of perspective mm-hmm. and a change in our mindset and the way we approach life. Yeah. Because... I mean, me as well, I, I tend to be someone who, you know, wants to have the best of everything. Mm-hmm. I want to have, you know, give my all to school and get really good grades or I want to have a thriving social life. And those are all good things, great things to aspire to. Absolutely. But if it comes at the cost of your spiritual health mm-hmm. or your ministry to others, yeah, then it's just not worth it. And I think that's what being a student at Weimar has taught me that the Christian life is other-centric. The Christian life is all about everyone else. 
And if your education is only leading you to having a more comfortable life, but where you're less effective in ministry, then I feel like that education has lost its purpose. Yeah, and and I really realize just how important this podcast has been when we get feedback mm. from from yeah. people after an episode is released. You know, mm-hmm. you wake up the next morning and you have someone who's shared their experience. Thank you so much for for this podcast. You know, it's just what I needed. Yeah, just for today. It's by far the most exciting thing. Yeah, it's my favorite thing about doing this. Yeah, is seeing how it's impacted other people. Yeah. It is, I guess you could say, why we do this. Mm. Um, it's there's there's not many things like it when 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 you wake up the day after it, after it's been posted or when you check it that Friday night, and you just see message after message after message. And there's some of those messages that have touched me so much. It's just caused me to really sit back and just really praise the Lord for the way that He's used this as a medium to to win people to bring people back to him, to bring people back to the Bible, to having those spiritual experiences with Jesus that their soul has been craving, but they, they just couldn't find elsewhere. Yeah, people have been saying not only just that they've been blessed, but that they've been using it as a tool to reach other people. Yeah. And that's really that's really neat. Uh-huh. I mean, that's one of the things we were trying to do at yep. the onset of this mm-hmm. podcast is we wanted this to be something that would not only strengthen and refresh Christians, Uh-huh. But that Christians would be able to take to somebody maybe with a different worldview yeah. and share it with them. And that it's something they could be excited to share, easily shared. Yes. And <laughs> that for me has been so exciting. When people say, this is a, a Christian tool that I'm not ashamed of. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because we've all heard and seeing these productions that we think the message of that is really great. But I think if I send it to like my cousin or my best friend or, you know, my colleague, I think they might think I'm a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, that like this, it looks really old or it's really poorly produced, but I'm like, I'm like, but it's all about the message. It's all about the message. Just listen to the message. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you hear these crazy people that stand up and they say, listen, when I sing this song, don't listen to my voice. Just pay attention to the lyrics. And you're like, no, <laughs> you're singing the song. I'm going to listen to your voice and the lyrics. Yeah. Like yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. avoid your voice. You know, right. you haven't printed off the song for me. Yeah. Uh, and in that same way, the presentation of this message is important. The presentation of the Bible, how it's packaged, yes. how it's given to someone is something that I think we've overlooked for so long. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about eternal realities. We're talking about Bible truths that are not just theoretical concepts, yep. but they will radically change your life. And so the quality of the content needs to match the quality of the production. And I think that's what we've been striving for. So I guess it's been about six months now since episode one came out. And here's what I'm taking from this. If you have a desire to do something for the Lord, if you see that God has given you talents, or even if those talents aren't fully developed yet, even if you feel 
totally unequipped, totally unready, unprepared, do it anyways. Like, like take that step. Don't wait for someone to tell you that it's a good idea. Don't wait for someone to say, yeah, you know, you can do it when you do this and that and this first. If you want to do something for God, if you want to share your faith, don't wait around. Don't, don't wait for someone else to do it first. If God has put it on your heart to step out, even if you can't even see where that first step is taking you, you now have an obligation to yourself and the Lord to go and make it happen. And you can do it. That's what we've learned. Yeah. We walked into this not, not knowing how to do any of this. And we've seen that God more than makes up for our shortcomings. He more than makes up for our lack of knowledge and know-how. Step out. Yeah, and I mean, I think you hit it right on the head. I wish we would have done this a long time ago. Mm. I mean, August of 2018 is too late. Podcasting has been around for a while. Boy. And just now, you know, we, we see more and more people are starting to get into uh, podcasting and and now using it as a platform for ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It was an idea. It started off as just an idea. It's just a thought, hey, maybe we could do this. And I think in trusting the Lord and in trusting that he could actually use us, faulty as we are, this came about. And you know what really motivates us to continue doing this is you, the listener. You are why we do this. So before you go anywhere, there's just one more thing. We love that you love this and it's kind of what keeps us going. We've come to the end of season one, but we really want to do a second season. There's so many Bible characters that we just haven't touched yet. So many presenters that we desperately want on the show. And we want to take this podcast that you love so much and we want to make it so much bigger. We want to introduce video. We want you to be able to see what's going on. We want to start merchandise, t-shirts, and all of the other things that we like to carry around with us. Coloring books, even bringing you behind the scenes and being able to see how we do this and not just why. And so, so much more. So if you want to hear, or better yet, see a second season of Why They Did That, we're going to need your help. In order to make this a reality, we're going to be launching a Kickstarter campaign in just a couple of weeks. Kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform that allows people like you and me to financially back the creative products that we love and believe in. We want to ensure the longevity of this podcast. We really don't want to stop making them, so we need your help. But if it never happens, we just want to say thank you. Honestly, thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey. I'm Dean Cullinane. And I'm Christian Freed. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Why They, they Did That. that.